This time on the Popular Parallax. Miyazaki, or All Aboard the Cat Bus. Hi, welcome to the Popular Parallax. I'm Jerrica Lala, and he's the plucky 10-year-old girl who nearly drowned saving me from my own pollution as the river spirit. Captain Nancy. It's me! Nancy! How are you, Nancy? I'm feeling like a little Ponyo princess. I just, I'm feeling great. I'm happy to be here. Big fat face, big Mm -hmm. mouth. Eating nothing but food for the gods and turning into a pig, honey. 2018. Yes. Yes. Symbolism. (laughs) Today, we're talking about... The world of Miyazaki. He's done both. He's adapted from other stories and mm-hmm. he's done his own stories. Mm-hmm. Usually writes and directs. Yeah, has had a couple instances where he's not the director, but has also had a few instances where he started out as not the director and then after being dissatisfied with the product, came back on as the director. Which is, you know, it's a testament to his like attention to detail. It's His, his films are just so rich with detail and I think yeah. that's what makes them I really it was really an eye opener watching uh, his documentary The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness oh. because it's sort of it's their whole lives in that studio <laughs> obviously there's a cultural difference yeah um, but it is an incredible piece of documentary filmmaking it's obviously about one of his last films yeah but it really is and I mean he's a strange man Sure. Uh, not in a creepy way. Just, you know, he's even at like over 70, just continuing to question life, question why are we here? What has value? Mm-hmm. What does, what is the meaning of life yeah. sort of thing? But, and that just sort of seems to keep him going. Sure. Keep his creative juices going. He, yeah. He grew up in an interesting time. He was yes. born in the middle of World War II. Yes. And so he, his parents and grandparents' generation had ties to an older Japan, and he grew up in a Japan that changed incredibly fast. That's that advanced right. advanced at a hyper speed. And so he, he, he sort of has a foot in both worlds, almost. Yes, and he, he was there to see sort of the total devastation. Yeah. And the recovery. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is, is great, but also has gone, is it too far? What have we what have we left behind yeah. that, that was there? And I feel like a lot of his movies touch that. Uh, yeah, that um, balance of the nature. The environmental and, yeah. spirit. And yeah. also, they seem to touch on this weird nostalgia that you don't even know that you have. Mm-hmm. That is always there. That to me is this like innate understanding of what a child is and how they see the world. Yeah. Which all yeah. great artists have that. Yes, yes. The yeah. ability to do that, to make you feel like you're that 11-year-old boy or girl in the movie. And, yeah. and you can just, it's, there's no irony to it. It's its all earnest in a way that is so endearing and compelling. Yeah, that's an excellent point, actually. Yeah. Because I, I do think that a lot of um, North American cartoon films, even when they're 
incredible high quality and standard because mo- many of them are. Yeah. But there is always sort of a tongue in cheek like this is a little campy or, and this is yeah. you know and his don't really have that. No. It is truly through the 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 humor comes naturally, but it's not. There's never sort of a winking at the side. No. And that's, yeah, I never really thought of it that way, but that's very true. So we wanted to discuss some some themes and variations of these films, because there are so many films, we can't just go through them all. Yeah. And we thought we'd talk about what impacted us the most. If you haven't gotten into these films, you have to do it. If you have any interest in sci-fi, if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to like these films. Yeah. I yeah. guarantee that. Do you have a recommendation? Where would someone start? Would you start at the beginning? I don't know if you'd... I mean, some of the early ones maybe are a little less... Maybe a little less accessible, too. Like, I'm thinking That's of things true. like Nausicaa, mm-hmm, Valley mm-hmm. of the Winds. I mean, if you have an understanding of anime, you could just jump into it. Yeah. If you don't, it's a little weird. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. And maybe you'd want to start with a later later one that is like a Kiki. Yeah. Kiki's Delivery Service. Sure. Something that's super endearing. Yeah. Super relatable. I mean, as much as you can relate to a little girl flying on a broom like a witch. Yeah. <laughs> Which who can't? <laughs> Which you who can't? Who can't? Who doesn't want that? I don't, but that, I don't know. I might start with ones that were a little more yeah. simple because some of those early ones are pretty wild. I guess it depends on the age. Yeah. The age yeah. of the person that I was recommending it to would yeah. start. If it was someone older, maybe yeah. don't start. Away. Don't start with Grave of the Fireflies. Holy fuck! I've heard this just fucked up. You can't come back. Yeah, from that. and that's... I mean that's a weird one because it's it's this very serious war film, but it, it's not. Exa- it's a Studio Ghibli film, but it's not because he didn't actually really have much to do with it. Okay, um, but it is brutal. Really, it's brutal. Like kids die. Like it is. Damn. It's a lot. It's it's a lot, but it is um, a devastating war film. I feel like it's like their Schindler's List or something. Okay. Like okay. it is really a lot. Wow. Yeah. Is it centered around kids? Like it sure is. A fourteen-year-old yeah. and a four-year-old are determined to survive, but really, you know, at the beginning of the film that they don't. It sort of starts now and it goes back. It's, it's devastating. Damn. It is absolutely devastating. But that's, yeah. that's it an, starts yeah. with a soldier who finds this box that like a tin box that used to have candy in it, but now it it holds like the little girl's ashes. <laughs> he doesn't know this. He throws it out into the field, and the little girl's spirit appears with all these fireflies. So that's how the fucker begins. Okay, and it's all craziness from, from there, there on in. Yeah. yeah. I love the darkness in his films. I love yeah, how dark it, it gets. Well, that's a dark one. Sure, so I would sure. I would I would ease into that one. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. watch a couple of the fluffy ones first. Yeah. But he has a few that are like devastating. Sure. Well, yeah, yeah. They're you and they're war connected. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. yeah. So that's one of the big themes, anti-war. Like yes, it's, it's yes. so apparent in in most of his films, particularly Hell's Moving Castle. You know, there's a lot of, and and that was in reaction to the U.S. invasion of Iraq. Yes. And so when he won the Oscar for 2000 or for Spirited Away in 2001, or I think the Oscars were in 2002, but he was really conflicted about accepting that award. He didn't go to the awards. (laughs) Yeah. And he was in the middle of writing this movie that was a reaction against this um, invasion from the United States. That and he intentionally made a movie that he didn't think would do well in the U.S. Like, yeah. it's, it's almost something yeah. that he wanted with that. 
they're funny. They the U. It's hard to make the U.S. swallow that political message. Yeah. They don't want to see that. No. They they'll, just they're gonna see how pretty it is. Oh, they'll look around it. Yeah. In, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. But I'm glad because I'm I want us to get all that stuff over here. I tend to be a real snob. I like the Japanese versions with the subtitles. Okay. Yeah. I I really prefer them almost the only one i think sort of works with the and it's because like disney you takes years yeah figuring out like they're probably the most meticulous translators like what's gonna work what isn't gonna work they don't just do some sloppy you know slap a band-aid over this and make you say exactly google what google translate yeah exactly pretty much because that happens sometimes and you're like what the fuck but uh i think um Totoro works the newer one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use the two sisters, Dakota and Elle Fanning. Oh, them two. So they did it, and they you could just sense the real connection. I mean, they're great, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they were sort of the correct ages. Sure, okay. Yeah. One was a really little kid, and one was sort of a little kid. Yeah. Like, like nine and six or something, yeah, and the kids yeah, yeah. in the movie are like seven and three, or whatever they're supposed to be. Yeah. They're really, really worked. Well, it wasn't until Spirited Away that he used an actual, or was it, I think it was Spirited Away that he used an actual child to play a, a yes, child. Yes, they did, movies. yeah. Before that, yeah. it had often been. And the American, yeah. it was, an, the American version was actually the kid from one of the big Disney movies, the Hawaiian thing. Devay Chase, uh, Lilo and yeah, Stitch, yeah, and she's yeah. also she's a funny, Samara in the ring. She's a funny little, short, little, pudgy little kid, but yeah, she knew what the Donnie hell Darko. she was doing, yeah. and she she really uh, helped that movie out yeah. as well, I thought. I do usually like watching movies in their original language. Yeah. The thing that I, you know, I like most of the the translations and the dubbings done by yeah. the North American ones, and it also allows me to really take in everything else that's going on on screen, because there's always so much happening that yeah. I want to look at. Yeah. So when I when there's translations, I feel like, you know, I have to split my focus a bit, and yeah. I don't, I, I'm, I'm never against translations, but no. in this case, I do like just being able to sure. take it in. Sure, yeah. I just, I don't know, some, I don't like sometimes the voices they pick for that. Yeah. It's shocking how different they are. Really? It really, it can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what are some examples? Yeah. Like I found in the final movie, did the wind rises? Wind yeah. rises. They had such a, a quirky voice for the Japanese version, and it's a little bit high and it's a little bit quirky. And in the American one, they used Joseph fucking Gordon Lovett, and he talks like this for the whole thing, and mm. it really threw me off. Sure. Okay. Yeah. It's not his fault. No, it's just weird. That raises me. a good point yeah. because a lot of North American actors, there's there's a monotone quality to yeah. you know the Western style of speaking, whereas in you know Japanese, it's the cadence is all over the place. It's it's a, it's yeah. a there's more musicality yeah. to. I think it's also language. a thing in America where it's afraid if if his voice isn't like that, he's like effeminate or something. Sure, yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I, I like that's because I just thought, what are they doing? Why isn't he speaking? No, like, he's the leading man. He's got to be the voice. <laughs> yeah, because the character isn't really like that. Sure. Yeah. You know, in the in the film. Yeah. So that those are weird to me. I also think Bale tries to ruin Hell's Moving Castle. Really? I thought there was yeah. a nice calm quality oh. to like the softer moments. Well, you know of how I feel about I really Christian. Liked. Yes, we've been um, here before. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I just thought, why? But, you know, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, that's not one of my favorites anyway. Okay. You know, we, we, we've talked about this. Yeah. 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 So what about that doesn't strike you in the same way that the other ones do? 
I think part of it might be the fact that it is this adapted English thing, mm, okay. and I think it comes across a little strange. It, it seems out of step with the way the rhythm of his movies usually go. Sure. I don't buy falling in love with this like 90% gay prince who I think they're trying to band-aid over that with the Christian Bale voice too. He's like, what? I'm Christian Bale. But he's this vain, effeminate th- creature. Yeah. And why they should get together, I'm not sure. It's it's very strange. It almost seems story. like she should get together with this scarecrow slash like prince who's been missing more. Maybe. Than, than like I, I get it. Like and she sort of turns into a she weird magical anyone, creature but, at the end too. Like yeah. her hair is white even though she's young again yeah. and all this strange stuff happens. And she's a witch. And that's um, in the yeah. novel that's not oh, as I, much in yes, the, yes, into the I, end. I yeah. understand that. But uh, I don't know. I, I've the story doesn't ring as true to me as some of his other stuff, like in the characters and that. It's still fun. I still, I don't hate watching it or anything, but I don't find myself as emotionally involved. I'm like, eh, it's cute. Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. It's yeah. cute. The yeah. fireplace, the... Billy Crystal, fire. come on! Oh my god. He was so good! <laughs> I'm a foot! You're like, no, oh god. Oh, what is happening? Um, so what are some other themes that you you've noticed that strike you in looking at Miyazaki's canon? I think the the whole environmental theme. The river cleaning sequence in Spirited Away when he comes in for the bath and it's just a flood of disgusting sludge. And of course she's charmed her way into getting all these soap chips from the the, the no-face spirit. This movie is terrifying, by the way. Just (laughs) FYI. I mean, it's so cute, but you're like... Yeah. It is like a nightmare. It's like watching a weird dream you're having after you eat totally. like bad Her parents turn into pigs and then she gets stuck working in a bathhouse. Yeah. Which does not look like any bathhouse I've been to, but like we'll get to well, that. Well, I'd way. like to go to that. Yeah, does not look Spirit- oh, oh my god. Well, it's this endless palace. Endless. Oh. Like it, when she's being pulled down the hallways and that stuff. That is such a cool sequence. Oh my. <laughs> amazing. It, he makes you think that like, that you, you baba... Yes. Is that is that even pretty? Uh, yeah. Is, is like right there when she opens the door, and then yeah. there's she like turns yeah, corners, like and she's like, hallways. "Oh my god!" <laughs> and her big baby. Oh. oh, oh my god. The huge baby that can crush us all. It is. Honey, I blew up the kids. It is like a drug fever dream. The yeah. whole movie. Yeah. But those themes, I what I think I really enjoy is he throws in those themes, and for whatever reason, they don't hit you like super moral. Like I don't, I don't get like a preachy thing. No, it's just no, like this never. is the way it is because it's never outright. It's always circumstantial. It's yeah. always like. It, but I mean, it's pretty. It's not subtle. No, but like, it, it's it's also not like oh. This is why we did this. Like he never takes the yeah. moment after to like present the morality. No, exactly. He's just saying you you it's up to you to pick it up yeah. for sure. Yeah. They feel strangely less conservative and I'm not saying like I, Japan has some problems. Like they are sexist and there there is a lot of but those don't come through to me. No. These movies seem so clear and pure of those kinds of problems. Truly. And I don't know if he's an anomaly to... Women are always at the forefront of his movie. Like, mm-hmm. He always has a female lead. You know, I don't know enough about anime to know if that... Yeah. If he was a big part of changing that or if that always existed. I think there's always been sort of a magical girl thing okay, in anime, yeah. but he makes them real yeah. rather than just... Just normal Men, little sailor girls. Sailor moons with big tits. And, you know right, what I mean? As yeah. much as I love that, that's what it is. Yeah. And he makes them real people. Where are you going? Hey! You said just a quick look! Now let's go back! You shouldn't be here. 
Get out of here, now! What? Leave before it gets dark. You've got to get across the river. Go! I'll distract them. Yeah. Even when they have magic powers and stuff, yeah. you relate to them. Yeah, like in, in Spirited Away, he was inspired by like one of his daughter's really sullen friends who was just kind of like moping around. Yeah, well, they and said like, he invited a family friends up to a cabin yeah. for like a week, and he was so amused by this girl, it literally gave birth this whole movie. Yeah. yeah. And another interesting thing I learned about his process is that he doesn't usually start with a script. Like, he'll start with concepts, no, ideas. he draws the yeah. storyboards. And then, and then yeah. he says, then the story happens, and I just have to go along with it. Yeah. Which is so cool, like, yeah. that he just thinks of himself as this vessel where yeah. creation happens and it's yeah. not like, I'm this incredible genius, yeah. which yeah. he is. I think, yeah. too, maybe he realizes that as soon as you start thinking that, the work may take a dive. When he was coming into prominence, Disney was really floundering. Disney was having a rough time on a lot of fronts uh-huh. with the movies they were producing, and he was just excelling in, at yeah. every turn. Like, yeah. really, like, Princess Mononoke was the first, like, boom Miyazaki right. in, in terms of North American right. exposure to him and, and Disney was smart in <laughs> attaching themselves to that They're gravy like train like grabbing that shit <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hi I'm John Lasseter of Pixar Animation Studios you are lucky you get to see Spirited Away the first time I saw Spirited Away was just after it was released in Japan it was a Japanese subtitle but I was blown away this is an amazing motion picture. Mononoke was 97, but before that he did My Neighbor Totoro. Yeah, Totor- um, Totoro was 88. Yeah. Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky is an interesting one that I haven't seen since I was like a kid. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I should watch that again. That was, yeah. it was very enjoyable. Did you have a theme that you noticed running through? It was the, the balance. Like there's this, the, all, in a, almost every movie that I have seen of it, there's a big thing of balance. Balance in nature, mm-hmm. balance of man existing amongst nature and then there's usually this like outside as well technological or a machine a machine aspect yeah. that is like encroaching in yeah. as well so yeah like it all coming back to nature and nature being like the source of this balance that we came in and have altered and have created this machine that you know is threatening whatever yeah, an imbalance an imbalance yeah, yeah. That, that, that humans are essentially creating this imbalance yeah. and that that's something that is really interesting and especially in movies that you know kids can watch and and access and yeah. see these lessons that again aren't over that aren't being shoved down be their throats by exactly exactly <laughs> being just fucked Nothing. up forever yeah. yeah i mean i'd rather my kid be warped by this than a lot of other things i could think of yeah right they're I, they're incredibly stimulating works of art yeah okay so we also had visuals that stunned us mm-hmm. so why don't you go first for okay. this one one that just like immediately just fell in love with forever is um, in Ponyo. Ponyo has like escaped from her father and all her little like sisters have yeah. helped her grow these like chicken arms and legs. Yeah. And she's running on the waves. On the water, I and, knew and it. The, and yeah. the waves are these fish that are just like jumping and she's just like having this great fucking time. And this kid's- <laughs> She's living. Her mom yeah. is like trying to escape the tsunami. It's like, what the fuck is happening with the ocean? And she's like, yeah, I'm coming for you, buddy. Oh, it's just, that so whole movie funny. is so joyful. Like, and like, Shake is fat little girl is kind of like- <laughs> 
like a chicken. Shake her right so over cute. the water. Love- it's, oh. It is so cute. Uh, is she, oh my god. Yeah. 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 yeah he definitely heard produce moments of pure joy. Yeah. Yeah. Just and that Ponyo, it, it it just always fills me with glee every yeah. time. It, she's like it's just her face. Her little thing. Yeah, it, yeah, oh my God. so dumb, so dumb. Yeah, Ponyo. I think of like a duck, like a fat duck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first visual for you. This is actually one of the simpler ones, but I feel like when I first saw Kiki like flying over over the city, and yeah. you got the whole like the artwork <sighs> is unbelievable. Yeah. It looks so real, His and f- it's yeah. it's not computerized. It's it's literal hand drawings. Yeah. Of this whole cityscape as she's like soaring over it and it is very bird like, which I think he is fascinated with as well as oh, the mechanism flying of flying. Because oh, there's always something with flying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the other one is, I guess it's a visual and an emotional response the water train in Spirited Away. <sighs> where she gets on that spirit train and they're all like shadows that are riding it and it's never really explained no it's like what is this like and she only has a one-way ticket what the fuck yeah and you're like none of this is really there like she's in an all they're in an alternate world they're in the spirit world Mm -hmm. um which puts me in mind also like avatar and all this where they go into the spirit world and stuff like that yeah but i love that thought of riding a train over the water it was so it's such, oh, so cool and yeah. the visual is unreal yeah and the same movie the big like paddy boat coming across <sighs> full of spirits and it has all the like the lanterns hanging on it and stuff yeah. and then they all start coming off one at a time yeah. and that's when they're it's i love he thinks of this and i know it's it has to do with the spirits but it's also it's such a little kid thing of like, if you don't want to be seen going over the bridge, you hold your breath. Hold your breath. Yeah. We're going under the bridge. Like that. It's like, how does he think of that shit? Just these so, simple, like, because li- as soon yeah. as you say, he says it, you're like, yes. You buy I, into it. I totally get it. Absolutely. But you wouldn't think of it. No. You, it's so, oh my so God. good. Can we talk about the food? Oh my God. Miyazaki's movies? Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I always get so hungry. I just want, I, I <laughs> just want a huge ham. I, I want a ham that looks like the ham in Miyazaki's movies. I, mm-hmm. I, I want the breakfast that Billy Crystal cooks in the skillet yeah. in Howl's Moving Castle. Like, it just looks, oh, so, oh, it looks so good. Yeah. The, those bacon and eggs. Oh, God. Yeah. I want to eat my own parents. I, they I turn into pigs. Yeah, I would fully eat the the food that turns me into a pig. Yeah, <laughs> Mom, just so I can keep Dad, eating. <laughs> you're pigs now. <laughs> that, that, that's a nightmare. That's hor- that's, hor- that's horrifying. That's a child's and nightmare. how how quickly it turns to it's just this movie. They're moving like it's very simple. They find yeah, everything's normal, and suddenly and it's, it's the worst thing you've ever seen. Yeah, I do like. I feel that Miyazaki and I are on the same level with how to straighten out kids. Is that kids need to be not supervised every second of their lives. We've gone into this before, yeah. and I don't want to start a fight, but I mean, even, it's so interesting, like, I was thinking about the little girls in Totoro, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, what a great dad they have, but you know, dad leaves them alone for very extended periods of time, and it's interesting that I was thinking of him as good, yeah, great, we were yeah. trashing a mom doing the same thing yeah. just a couple episodes ago, yeah. Um, but I think what he's saying is, you know, you know, kids are smarter than you think, and they will get by. Yeah. And sometimes, like in Spirited Away, she's a very spoiled little girl, and once she has to to be on her own for like a little while, she straightens right out. Yep. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, and and letting kids, um, I think, guide their journey as well, not having the parents lay every step yeah. out. Like, letting them, no, you got to find your way. Yeah. you got to make your own mistakes because exactly. that's how yeah. you're going to grow. I do think that is another sort of theme that runs through a lot of these because it is about kids being independent, thinking yeah. for themselves. Usually forced. Usually, like, they're, they're, there's this forced independence yeah. on them, either being separated from their parents, their parents being turned into pigs. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And then um, they have to... Adapt. Make it work. Yeah. And it's like Totoro probably has the least conflict, but they're still alone. We don't really ever find, like, what is mom's deal? Why is she in the hospital? Mm-hmm. Because at the end they said, go, it was just, she's fine. It was a cold. And I'm like, she's not fine. We we know this. Mm-hmm. We know Miyazaki. Yeah. But this is what he's going to have the kids roll with for now. Sure. Interesting. Do you think, like, that's for the parents and the kids? Like, the kids think, oh, yeah, mom's fine. Kid, parents... I think I know that that's I think so I think either I mean I I always go back and forth because I do feel like there's another tone I'm like was there a miscarriage is she so depressed that she has to be in the hospital like what is going on Um, because it's sort of like I was could go home but then they said I probably shouldn't like it's it's like what this is not a flu you know what I mean yeah so it's very interesting to me yeah and they and you see the movie through the eyes of the kids and that nobody really comes out with it they sort of keep dancing around it like oh mom will be home at some point you know don't worry about it and you just get that all the way through and then we get to see her at the end and that's the happy ending but we don't really she's not out right she's not out right yeah so something's going on yeah um and dad's doing his best a lot of single parents too yeah dad's doing his best and the old lady helps them the neighbor whoever it is like the whole the whole little village sort of helping them because they feel terrible for him so something's going on right yeah 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 yeah. so that's uh, an interesting one yeah and and what he doesn't say and allows the audience to to piece together is yeah is incredible. Well, we, I guess we could go on to the emotional connection of the film. We've sure, been yeah. talking about that the whole time. Do you have any particulars? Princess Mononoke, mm-hmm. when I first saw it, I very much connected to, and I did not expect what that movie was. But I'd say the, the biggest emotional connection is probably Spirited Away. Yeah, it's just so full of hope. And yeah, it is such a wild ride. It really is. Like, it, it, it runs the gamut in terms yeah. of what they put this girl through yeah uh in the movie and it's a spirited way yeah it's yeah. almost a tale of like finding empathy really yeah that's a, a really good a way kid. of putting it yeah, yeah 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 discovering it's like learning that, how to share learning yeah, how to that perspective that yeah. the world doesn't revolve around you you can sacrifice to help your friend yeah what yeah. about you S- something weird happened to me with T- totoro watching that kid wait for the bus that is an incredible piece of filmmaking i think they go about four or five minutes with no dialogue oh where wow. the little girl she she goes she's waiting for her dad at the bus stop where he comes on the bus he comes home from university i think he works at the university he's mm-hmm. one of those types you know what i'm saying okay okay and uh he has to come on the later bus but she doesn't know that because it's the 30s or whatever it's pre-war i think right it's an unspoiled japan he can't just text her i mean like, no. you're gonna be late so she, well and because there is a sequence in the movie where she makes a phone call and it's a big fucking deal sure okay um yeah. but she waits and it's dark she's in the woods like she's in the woods on a dirt road it's raining she has an umbrella like this and suddenly just out of the woods there's this creature and he's waiting too and he holds up like a leaf <laughs> and 
and they just stand there for like a really long time and it is like a master class in animated filmmaking because you're just like how has it gone this long with nothing happening and yet it's just you cannot take your eyes off oh of it oh my god and of course, finally, he goes like, oh, and all the water from the whole forest like falls on them. <laughs> but he builds it up forever, like forever. And it's it's cut, cross cut the comedy of that with the tension of the dad is not home. Sure. The dad. Yeah. It is oh my so God. masterful. It's so good. He he does have brilliant, brilliant moments of, of marrying comedy with these really tense yeah. moments. Yeah. Like when um, uh, Spirited Away, when she's trying to find... Oh, she's trying to escape. Yeah. And she, she's, she like trips down those stairs. That gives me oh anxiety God. every time I watch it. She That's my, that is down actually the stairs. my nightmare and then just stairs like that. Right into the wall. It's so dangerous. You're just yeah. like, oh my God. And you're waiting for it to break the whole time. Yeah. It finally does. And she just falls oh down. God. You're like, no. But I think, um. I think the worst hit for me was The Wind Rises. So I, ha- oh, I haven't seen this yet. Well, okay. There may be a point where you see a figure who has passed away waving. <gasps> oh, no. I'm getting upset just talking. About really? It's that, but yeah. The, it's such a different film for him because it's, I feel that this is, I was talking about his, uh, his, uh, his, his Howard's End or something like that. Yeah it's not a kid's movie. It's not a movie where massive, huge events happen. It's this long, thoughtful piece about Mm. this guy who invented the zero plane for Japan and how his dreams of this beautiful aviation machine become a war machine. It is a masterwork. And I know it was actually quite controversial. Like he got in trouble from the left and the right. Really? Yeah, just a little, I don't think, it wasn't a huge deal, but people, you know, fabulous for me to watch this documentary as well, because I'll, when people, they showed like the company for seeing it, and some of them, everybody was devastated at the end of this thing. Yeah. And it's not just the sort of, the, the love story is quite mild in the thing. But I think it's all of their guilt shit about the war. It's all mm. coming out. People were weeping. Like, oh they're, God. like, holding each other at the oh end of this. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, wow. whoa. Because it got me, but I don't think we can understand what it feels like for them. Because I, yeah. it's not that old to them. Sure. It's yeah. not this long over thing. Yeah. There's this leftover, like, we consorted with the Germans. Like, they know what they did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they used their formidable smarts and technology to get some bad stuff done. Well, interesting tie-in is that Miyazaki's dad was, was he the He president? sold airplane parts. Yeah, yep. that, that um, they manufactured these rudders. Uh, he was the director of Miyazaki, or no, Miyazaki Airplane. Yeah. Um, they manufactured these rudders that were then put into these, I, I can't remember the, the plane name, but it became like sort of the be-all, end-all dogfighting yep. plane in World War II. Yep. So, yeah, and I think Miyazaki carries, I, is haunted by that a little bit. Sure, yeah. The movie is definitely, I, I found it anti-war. I think there was some back and forth with that, because I think he's so he's so in love with those planes sure. that it comes across as pro, but it's, oh, okay. it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's pro-plane. He Anti- loves the idea what of the, the plane, plane but yeah, what yeah. happened to it is another thing. Yeah. And it, it is some, I mean... 
it isn't really the story of the guy who invented those plants. Like, it's completely fictionalized. I think it's it's a dream of him and his father. Because he even talks in the documentary, he said, you know, I, I clearly remember this, you know, this rubble is falling and I was tied to my dad's back and he kept tripping. And they show this footage from the movie of the guy carrying a little girl and he keeps falling over oh and stuff. God. So there's a lot of him in it. And I think it really yeah. comes... And it's not as... It's not as symbolic as the other movies. It's just down there. Sure. So sure. it is. It really uh, kicks you in the guts. Damn. But it's it's a it, what a fabulous retirement yeah. movie. Now, if now he says he's not retiring, he's I don't like know. Cher. He's got his like he, seventeen yeah, farewell tours. You can tell watching this thing. You're like, he's never gonna stop. He's going to stop when he dies. Yeah. And God knows when that'll be because he seems pretty damn spry to me. He's working on a movie that's coming out like 20... Is it 2020? 2019? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm Well, thrilled. and I think too that they... He, got, he sort of retired, but then he got into learning... I think to learn something new was really fascinating for him. And he got into like computer and yeah. somebody started showing him how it worked. And then of course he had to know all about it. Right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think that's kept him occupied as well. Kept him interested, yeah. But you can't when you watch this, you're like you're not you can't think of him retiring. You're like you're you're gonna go mad if you like this Stop. is your whole fucking thing, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Even the the studio's gorgeous. Like everything about it is gorgeous. I feel kind of sorry for some of the people working there. I think they're Really? Well, I think the demand is for absolute perfection and nothing else. That, that, that they, ties into the Japanese yeah, sensibility. Because, and... because of that demand, though, they've got some pretty interesting people working in there oh, who can take it. Sure. Because I think to. a lot I mean, of people who yeah. can't take it end up leaving. They just, yeah. they just can't I'll go to do Disney. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems like a smaller team than what you'd think. Oh, really? But they said it doesn't, the whole place, including the museum and stuff, employs like 400 people. So it's not that small, but wow, it seems that's like not the, that big. I mean, it's not that big. And it, really, the people working on the artwork, it, do, it doesn't seem like an endless supply of people. It's sure. like a small team of people, uh, men and women, yeah. doing this artwork. Um, and I think you either got it or you don't got it. Because you see they have to work out amongst themselves. Like, there's a couple points you see a woman going, like, we don't want him to do that because that looks too much. Oh, and this guy's sticking out too much. And it's this one thing in a huge crowd shot. Oh, oh we've got to fix that. We've got to fix that. It's that detail. It's, it's so... De and that's well, probably that's why they don't have... it a... looks so real to the eye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And why they don't have, like, a factory just, like, right. pumping out sketches. Yeah. Like, okay, you're going to do the intermen sketches from A to B and just yeah. have a... Like, so that they can... There's an insane like, scene because he comes in and he always just talks to them very calmly. At least that's what they have on camera. Yeah. And he says, you know, you know, back then, Japanese etiquette was different. You don't just bow and pop back up. You bow and you stay down a little bit. You come up slowly or else it's very arrogant. And, it's, and he leaves and they're like, well, I guess I'm bowing like that from now on. <laughs> Jesus. Like, it's so funny to stop and see he's not there. They're like, that was rough. Like, it's, it's all the translation. Oh I mean, it's so funny. It's oh so god. funny. You're just like, oh god. He's just like any other boss. Miyazaki. Yeah. He's yeah. just like us. Well, and what he's he's telling them to draw them that way. He's not saying you should do this, right. but they're all like, well, yeah. I guess I, my life's changed. You know what I mean? Because they're all always bowing all the time. I'm like, Jesus, I'd be I'd be throwing up from vertigo if I was bowing that often. <laughs> But that's Couldn't their thing, it. and they're, I mean, I can imagine me trying to even walk through that studio on a tour, I'd be like Godzilla. Like, these are not large people, sure. you know what I'm saying? Sure. 
Yeah. They're all thin. They're all small. They're all like five foot two. <laughs> and that's the tall guys. Maybe you'd inspire a new character. I feel like that I am really Totoro. Cool. I'm you just are. like, <laughs> Yeah. People just grab onto me and I like fly. That would be so fun. I feel like I'm the Witch of the Wings. <laughs> You're Kiki. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm Kiki. <laughs> Here's your package. <laughs> but I sweat like the witch of the waste. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need like the big pregnant lady who's like, oh, thank you for the package, dear. And then go, what, what? When you jump off the balcony and I have to like look, see you fly away. That's like, fun. Yeah, that That's is nice. fun. That's one of my favorite little yeah, bits in the whole movie. <laughs> I like a big fat lady. Oh, always. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So finally, your favorite Miyazaki of all time. And do you have a reason? Well, I haven't seen The Wind Rises. And right. It sounds like that might, you know, that might be a contender. I'm going to say Ponyo. Ponyo, 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 fishy in the sea. Tiny little fishy, who could you really be? Ponyo. I'm going to say Ponyo. I'm thinking, <laughs> so in terms of favorite, like, so cute. like, Spirited Away is like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can I can watch Ponyo at a, the drop of a hat. I could put Ponyo on at any time. They're like watching a fat kid run around Doing, like, with like yeah. chicken arms. Yeah, yeah, for half so the Oh my cute. god. And then her yeah. like went Cape Blanchet Galadriel mother in the ocean and then Yes. It's really cool. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, it's and so and good. it's underwater and I love Oh, love yeah, the forgot, water. Like I'm a, that, I'm a huge water junkie. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Little Mermaid, it's all coming back to me now. That's right. And the same thing, is because it's inspired by Hans Christian Andersen. It's yes. loosely inspired by Yes. And it's, yeah, it's just so, it's, it's she, she's crazy. Like, she, her, her energy is just so infectious. She's yeah. just this nut job. And yeah. I can't get over <laughs> her. Like. Yeah, I like, I like that. Brynhild. So is his, his women are sort of have that bold goofiness yes. that sometimes even American films are afraid to put that on a female character. Yeah. yeah. And he's just it's just like, no, this is the way we are. Yeah. Everyone's I, a weirdo. I love it. Yeah. 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 I think mine no question is spirited away. Yeah. It's so funny. I just good. can't tell even with and I love Wind Rises, mm-hmm. I love but that I mean that you have to sit down and make an effort. You know what I sure, mean? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Whereas yeah, the yeah. spirit of just like pop it in, man. Well, that's the thing. Like I haven't seen Wind Rises yet. It's yeah. been up for a while, but I kind of, I, I've just always had a bit of like, uh, I don't know. Maybe I know, if this I is his last movie, too. maybe I don't want to, like yeah. I can't do it yet. I should yeah. see the other ones first, but it's not going to be his last movie and I should just watch it. Yeah, I would, I would give it a try yeah. and I would give it a try in Japanese. Okay. I okay. do recommend it. I'll probably watch both. Yeah. Well, no. I don't you think said, it's yeah, too I would complicated like to, to watch, even like even with the subtitles. Sure, I'll uh, learn to read Japanese, and then I'll be able to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> well, what I like—they never over oversaturate you with words. There is that, you know, and you've talked about this with Sailor Moon as well. Like sometimes the voices really can make it. Yeah, it's well, it's and sometimes the vo- even the the American voices are fine, but it it is quite different, different. It yeah makes it, it's yeah. just like how a different actor in a different part makes a different play absolutely and now it's time for <laughs> I, 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 didn't I didn't know that i didn't know that hey jerica did you know i didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> so today what i wanted to let you all know if you didn't know 
was that the lead voice in The Wind Rises uh, was very difficult to come by. And I'm not talking about Joseph fucking Gordon fucking Levitt. He's pretty easy to come by. He's pretty easy to come by. Hey, oh, he I is come the by whitest cornflake in the bowl. <laughs> and they were just like, here's a, a flake of blandness for this film. But anyway, the Japanese version, they did go through many actors and Miyazaki was just not thrilled he thought they were too emotive they weren't now I think that uh, it seems they didn't get much guidance I think he wanted them to intuit sure from the script exactly what he was thinking for the role (laughs) which was he wanted a not unfriendly but a terse as in I'm very smart and I don't want to waste my breath type character kind of sounds like Miyazaki Exactly. And so they went through many actors. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. And finally, his casting people becoming desperate and foaming at the mouth (laughs) as he was describing who this character was supposed to be and how he should sound, said, what about Hideaki Anno, who drew the giant creature in Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, many moons ago? And became a prolific director and writer in his own right. So he's off. He doesn't work for Ghibli. Okay. But they have worked together as artists. Right. Okay. And so this is a big joke around the table. Ha ha ha. That fucking weirdo. Remember him? Him. He's got a funny voice. They all say, oh, what a weird voice. And the more they joke about it, the (laughs) Miyazaki, who is also a very weird old man. Yeah. So he's going, hmm. Hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, no. Huh. Huh. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of an interesting, kind of an interesting idea. Who had that? That's a brilliant idea. That is an outstanding idea. So then the poor producer has to call this guy and say, look, um, we've been talking. Uh, I think they go, it's like Miyazaki-san. They all call it because it's right. a, they have these different names. Very confusing. Yeah. Has been talking about the lead role in The Wind Rises, he thinks it might be you. Do you mind coming to audition? Oh he says, God. well, how can I say no to the great Miyazaki-san? <laughs> so he comes down, he reads, and they say, Miyazaki, the old coot, goes, eh, it might work, eh, it's okay, eh. Less this, less, don't, don't slow down at the end of the sentence. It's one's. It's like thank you. Like it's such a short oh sentence. He's like, okay, so he reads it again, and they go, this could work. This oh could work. God. And I think the whole time he's they thinking knew. he's absolutely the guy yeah. we're gonna use, and he is the guy that they use. And I think it was uh, very unusual. Might never happen in Hollywood, ever. Would that be asking like Steven Spielberg to audition for your kind of yeah movie? like yeah. Uh, yeah like but I mean they they and they obviously had a relationship sure, so it's sure. not like it could never happen but yeah. I feel like it just doesn't no it's no. like it sort of feels like it's on the scale of like when I audition friends and I think I know who could do this even if they're not a huge actor yeah because they're right for the thing right yeah 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 and this guy wasn't a huge actor he wasn't an actor at all. Um, but he has a, a very wow. quirky voice that just fit the part so well, and I think became so ingrained with it while I was watching it that I I did fully reject Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> because he had such a debonair tone to right. his voice that it didn't it didn't seem to fit to me the quirk that of the original like, yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. 
and wow. seeing the difference, even the physical difference between this guy and the rest of the guys at this this studio was he came in, gray hair going all different directions, weird, horrible beard, big glasses, <laughs> like just a real oddball. <laughs> Uh, and but the the voice does work. The yeah. voice does work. And what's interesting to me is, to me, the voice is it's unique. But they're like, my God, that's a strange voice. It, it really isn't. It really isn't <laughs> to me. Um, but what it, a freak! Yeah, Can you believe it definitely, it? definitely works. And wow. maybe one of the only times that a romantic, heroic lead has been cast with a complete non-actor. That is so cool. That is amazing. Yeah. Like. It, it, and we've talked about this before. Some of the most incredible performances come from non-actors who yeah. just fit it, yeah, fit the bill so well. And it is it, it voice acting is a different thing. Oh, it's a completely different beast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that makes sense that he would understand it, being an animator and a director. Oh yes, yeah. And he's obviously extremely intelligent. Yeah. And I always think the best actors have a lot of smarts. Oh god, yeah. Oh god, yeah. Because they see what they have to see out of the script. Look at David Spade. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. And that is just for you. A little package I like to call. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. With Jerrica and Captain Nancy. You were just a little scared, weren't you? <laughs> He's perfect. Will you let me keep him, Lord Yupa? Of course, certainly. <laughs> Thank you. mysterious power she has <laughs> do we have any final thoughts um, we do have time <laughs> I love the 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 little fucking soot spiders that carry the that coal reappear in yeah 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 and and when 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 they find out that she she can do it too and they all start dropping their coal on themselves they bring, they're they like, ah, helpless. They're, like they're, they're sick <laughs> yeah it's, i just i love that show well it's, those those little guys are also in totoro as like dust creatures yeah yeah, yeah. fucking delightful I will. like yeah. seriously yeah the cat bus <laughs> I, what the, yeah. you're like i am tripping balls <laughs> it's so good Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a little girl just purely hugging a giant cat's face. Oh. This eyeball and shit. <laughs> it's it like, whatever. Oh, it is, it's insane. Like, you're like, don't get on that bus. Don't get on that bus. And they do. And the cat just, like, puts its arms out and, like, flies like this. But it's the shape of a bus. Oh, my God. It's real scary. Like, all of his <laughs> shit. But it's awesome. Yeah, it's so much better than any Harry Potter bus. Yeah, like, yeah, on. yeah. Come the on. night bus was not. It wasn't great. No, no. I this is a masterpiece. The cat of, bus is of, where it's at. Like the cat like runs on wires. Like it's the goofiest. <laughs> you know, his goofy shit is yeah. real goofy, and yeah. this thing is just looks like it's. Same with Totoro. Totoro looks insane. Yeah. He, like, I don't yeah. get why Totoro is kind of a rabbit with human teeth. He's like, like <laughs> you're like, why does he have those huge square teeth? This is kind of really scary. And then he, like, yells and stuff. And he's like, the little girls are like, this is fun. This is totally I love normal. that. This is normal. You're like, I want a giant not. rabbit cat. Dad, why are you at the university? Like, come on. <laughs> 
I love them making the stuff grow out. They do this whole thing where they plant seeds. Yeah. And Totoro stands next to them and they like do this. And it's like a dream sequence where the stuff grows into like a forest. Cool. And they're like, oh. And then the next day they wake up and the seeds have sprouted like this. So they, it really happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never really know. What's real and what's not. If Totoro and st- is real. Cool. Okay, but I like it that. seems like it is because somehow they get to the mom's hospital. Okay. And they uh, they ride that cat bus. Right. It takes them there. And you're like, did they walk or was it real? Like, right. you never know if it was a fantasy. Did it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. there's hardly any cars. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, it's, right, it's right, a long, this, long time right, right, ago. Pre-war, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, that's, I love, it has a Kelvin and, and Hobbes thing oh, about it. Where yeah. you're like, you don't know if this spirit is real or if it's all in their imagination. That's, that's the a, magic. Yeah. I love when movies do that well. Like, Pan's Labyrinth as well does that very well. Like, what's real and what's where yeah. is this coming from in her imagination if it's that not real movie traumatized me to the point that i forget most of it <laughs> really <laughs> yeah yeah i was super oh, no. super grossed out oh and, yeah yeah it's rough it's good i'm it's not saying good, it's, but it's, it's good rough. but i was just like no i didn't want to see that yeah but it's that darkness that i think kids respond to in movies yeah. And, you know, it, I wouldn't say Pan's Labyrinth is a kid's it's movie. It's not a in, child's movie. In Miyazaki, yeah. some of his movies that are more kid-friendly. Yeah. yeah. They do, like, the darkness is scary. Like, it's yeah, real. Yeah, like any it's good human. fairy tale. And he subverts what is, like, what the darkness is. Like, in Howl's Moving Castle, you think, oh, the witch the way. She's the villain. Like, she's going to fuck. She... No, like, halfway through, she gets her powers taken away. Yeah. And she's just this, like, useless old woman for the yeah. rest of the movie. Yeah. And so he, like those expectations, and then, and then he shows you, no, 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 this is this is well, where the e- yeah. Even you, Baba, isn't totally evil. No, no, yeah, no. She's running a business. She's just a businesswoman. She's got a, shit to get she's done. A, she doesn't have time to be nice. Baby this to take care. Random of. human girl shows up wanting a job. I, I don't owe you shit. And she, I love the the twin character that she takes the train to. It's so bizarre. Yeah, yeah. No warning to it, no. and yet you find yourself going along with it. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. The, 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 he makes these jumps, but there's enough logic there, and his reality is built yeah. in a way that, that he he establishes it, you feel comfortable in it, that you just go, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think I'll, the universe is so you. solid in his mind that it that transfers into the film. Yes, absolutely. There's absolutely, no yeah. shakiness to it, so no. you just trust it. Yeah, yeah. Now, how do you feel? We mentioned before we went on the air, you mentioned to me that... Somebody may be making Spirited Away into a live action. I had a yeah. heart attack, died, and then came back to life so I could record this. Yeah, can confirm that happened. Yeah. Yeah, I Is don't... that Disney? It I must... couldn't find it's that gotta information. Be. It's yeah, gotta be. Because they do own that. I wish they would not do this. I do too, and I don't know why he's allowing it. Or if he's involved. Like, why? That seems like such a weird turn. Yeah. It, it, it limits what you can do. He he doesn't work with CGI often because he doesn't like the limitations of it. It won't be and as beautiful or as magical. No. And I don't know if you... I feel like you either have to dumb it down or it's going to be a fucking horror movie like to make that live action. Yeah. Like, how are you going to go do No Face in live action without making it the scariest fucking thing ever? And this is the, like, mock poster, I guess. And I can't even tell what that is. Two people, like, is doing this Fukin. real? It's on. I I don't know. It's is been this. Like, do you think it's a different movie but of the same name? No, no. no it's it's, the, not. it's under writers. The characters are 
Miyazaki. Huh. Hayao Miyazaki. Well, I'm not looking forward to that. So here's what it says. Uh, produced by Mark Johns, this movie is almost the same story, remade in a live-action version. 17-year-old Aurora Ew. and her parents moved, to, f- moved from Japan to London. Aurora and her parents stumble upon a seemingly abandoned amusement park before her parents turn into giant pigs. Aurora meets the mysterious Julian, who tells her the world is full of spirits, which is gods and creatures. No, thank you. Why does it have to be in London now? And like, that's some fucking So they reason. can add white people. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So... So it will stop doing that. Stop it. Stop it, doing it. It benefits no one. It, it just looks bad. I just feel like there's now nothing we're just to going, improve in spirited way. What, like, what you, can we ruin? Right? What can we you find to ruin? Okay, so here we can do it like, better. Let's just make what, it. Let's shit. just wreck it. At least we know the name's going to be out there. People, it'll be interesting because people know it. So they're going to. Some but people will see it. Everybody who likes it is going to be pissed, and that's yeah. what happens every. Single time, but some because of them will see it, and so they'll make that money. Some it's, like the people who don't know it'll see it and be like, "eh," because it's not going to be that great. And then the people who know it are going to shit themselves because it's so bad. Yeah, it happens every time. Every it's like what? Fucking time. Oh, yeah. Good it's luck, like, Lion it, King. That's, I, that's just what I was thinking. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't. Beyonce, I love you, girl. Yeah. You better, you better kill you it. Better work. Like you better give that lion a voice. Like oh. I just feel like. That sounds like it's going to be boring with just animals walking around. <laughs> what? Yeah, like, like so much of the movie was the, in the animation, the stupid shit that the animals, like, to, like, do you think, really think the live action Timon is going to put on a hula skirt? Maybe. I mean, like, it's I not going to be, re- it's going to be some real animals, but it's going to be all fucking CGI. Yeah. So they can do whatever they want. Yeah, but then, then but they're still confined to the fact that they are physical animals. Be, they're animals that yeah, look they're real. Yeah, they're supposed to be in the wild and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. I don't. <laughs> and I mean, we'll see. I got a real. Oh, God. <laughs> I love all this stuff, like, mixes together, and I blame Disney. Because I went to see, finally, I was real late to the party, but I went to see Black Panther. I still haven't seen it yet. And he, yeah. <laughs> sequence where he's like, he has a vision of like his dad, that's like the African, like, with the lions and the trees and stuff. And I was just like, ah, yeah. it's not great. But it was. I was just like, is this sure, a lion yeah. king? Like, what is happening? Because oh, no. the dad, like, they were lions, and then he, like, turns into his dad again, and I'm just like, ugh. You know what I... Then wa- he called him Mufasa, and oh, no. it all went downhill from there. It's a great movie, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I need to see it. And yeah. Infinity War I'm going to go see this week. Yeah, me too! I'm excited. Woo! Yeah, I didn't like Feed. the last two Avengers, but maybe this one will do <laughs> it like, for me. There is only 50 characters. What could go wrong? Yeah, how, how hard is it to yeah. track 50 main storylines? 50 mostly men with goatees. And I'm a couple yeah. women. A couple women with green skin. With great wigs. Yeah, good yeah. wigs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like... Oh, God. Do you think a Miyazaki stage production with, like, Robert Lepage or, like, insane designers and an unlimited yeah. budget, do you think that could be successful? Maybe. I think it depends on what which thing he picked. Yeah. Do you know I think, what I mean? Like, I think it could be fucking cool. I think Spirited Away is too hard. Yeah. I honestly do. Like, every second of that movie, every frame has a million things going on in it. Like, everything is moving. Everything is alive. I just think it's too much to try to do in a movie or a stage play. With all the water and the river. It's so much. I mean, maybe, like, 
I don't know if it was some kind of like symbolic, like awesome kabuki thing, or maybe if it, it was. Yeah, if you maybe you could scale it way back and just tell the basic story, but to try to literally do it, I think would be insane. Yeah, I'm thinking of like a Julie Taymor, like you bring yeah, it all no, to life. Yeah, no, yeah, I get you. Thing. I get you. I don't know. Maybe. I'm sure somebody will think of that real soon. Yeah, so you might want to get that it. down on paper. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it'll be part of the Ghibli Park, Ghibli Park that's coming. Which I, oh my god, want to jump on that cat bus? Take me to Japan. <laughs> Take me home. Yeah, I would love to visit Japan. Love to go see that park. Yeah, for and sure. because they've got a museum as well, mm-hmm. and then the park is opening in 2022. I okay. think. So that's how long I've got to get ready to save up for to, money to go that, to Japan. Yeah. I would fully, yeah, I would fully go to Get Super ready park. to lie on a bamboo mat in a hotel. And just eat all the food. Oh my God. I yeah. hope the food is incredible. <laughs> I just want the, like... Oh. <laughs> you just want a reenactment of a scene. I want to turn into a pig. I want to eat so much food that I turn into a literal pig. Okay. At I've done park. it. I mean, who? it's happened to everybody. This is, this is true. This yeah. is fair. Yeah, I did have an accidental nap like two nights ago because I ate so much. <laughs> And then I just woke up and I was like, oh, it's two. No, I have you to were go. like, what's Real going on? I grew a tail as like Vernon Dudley and Harry Potter. I just, I'm embracing my true self. I'm not going to apologize for it. I love food. Okay. With that. Let's go eat. It's time to go. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on a magical journey through the world of Miyazaki. We would highly encourage you to watch any and all of his films is going to take you a while because there's a lot of them Mm -hmm. and let us know what your favorite Miyazaki is you can find us online on Twitter at Pop Parallax on Instagram at Popular Parallax on Facebook at Popular Parallax you can find us on Patreon Patreon how you know what you tell us how you pronounce it. (laughs) We're gonna go with that. We say Patreon.com Patreon.com slash Popular Parallax. Uh, we release bonus episodes every month. They are like the main episodes, just sometimes longer or shorter, unstructured, and a real fucking good time. We've got a couple free ones up that you can go and check out. Mm-hmm. And if you would like to, you can donate for as little as a dollar a month. Mm-hmm. Go and check it out. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for hopping on the cat bus with us to explore the world of Hayao Miyazaki. Join us next month as we wallow in filth for Movies We'll Be Watching in Hell, Part 2, and enjoy our low-budget, non-HD motion picture advertisement on all our social media networks. Popular Parallax theme by Ken Chamberlain. Until next time, be bold and have fun.